Good afternoon. To the beloved of God, good afternoon and welcome to you. To all those the Lord has sent to speak live on this February 26, 2024. Praying all is well with you, beloved, in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. So, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray I'm surrendered to you, subjected to you in this submission, alignment, and in harmony. And I pray that for the entire body of Christ, Lord. Show up, Lord God. Speak in a way that only you can speak. Lord God, be glorified, Lord let this vessel be in total subjection to your perfect will, your perfect word, and your perfect way. Overtaken, overshadowed, and consumed by God, the Godhead, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Word of God, and the Holy Ghost Spirit. Lord God, rest, rule, and abide. And I trust in the Lord with all my heart. And I pray to lean not to my own understanding, but in all my ways I acknowledge you. So I acknowledge you in this speak life. I acknowledge you in me. I acknowledge you in this day. I acknowledge you in my core being and in this life. Father, I'm praying for the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Have your way, dear Lord. Have your way on both sides of this computer. In the beautiful and mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I pray. And amen. And amen and amen, Lord. So today, what I came to talk about. Came to talk about something uh, that if we're not careful, we don't even know that we're going through it. Warfare doesn't just occur outwardly. There many times are inner enemies unless God has already cast them out and washed us new and whole. But there's inner enemies. We come short daily. So even the imagination, there is God has supplied us with warfare scripture and prayer for everything. He has supplied us with a word to keep us inspired. He's supplied us with the word that keeps us on the straight and narrow path. He supplies us with the word that leads us to the straight and narrow path. He's supplied us to all things through his divine power. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So we should come short in nothing, lacking nothing, but the flesh. The flesh, as the word puts it in Romans 8, the flesh, it says for uh, verse 6 of Romans 8, for or because to be carly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity. The carnal mind is hostile. The carnal mind is an enemy, enmity against God, against God. For or because it, the carnal mind, is not subject to the law 
or the word or the commandments or the statues, the principles, the precepts of God, the wisdom of God, okay? Neither indeed can it be. So this is where the war comes from, the carnal mind. A lot of times we call on the enemy and we blame the enemy, but it was our desire to do it. The desire that's in the flesh, the lust that's in the flesh is truly warring. And it wants to be a ruler. When you get into the scriptures, even from the beginning, the two great lights, one, the greater light rule the day and the lesser light rules the night. So the sun rules the day, the greater light, and the lesser light, the moon, rules the night. So why are we seeing the moon in the daytime? It's for rulership. And the I am, which is God, I am that I am that sent you. So the I am, the word of God, the heart, mind, spirit, and core that has redeemed us and claimed us as his own. I should be their God and they should be my people. Is rustling. The word rustles with or against, not with, but against the carnal mind. The word of God rustles against the sin in the flesh because it says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. When we're walking in the flesh, we cannot please God. God hates the prideful. We cannot please God. So when we are, my Lord, when we are walking according to what we think, feel, and desire, what we want to do, our way, our life, we are walking in enmity against God. And you can see it so clear because many people won't even come to where they can get the supply. The 10 virgins, the five will not come to get their what they need to keep their oil burning until they realize and discern the time. That's when they want the wise to give. But all that time, all that time, rustling and the fighting against time, like my stomach rustling right now, but it's okay. In the name of Jesus, we mind it. So we go into this posture of our will or free will against God's will, his one and only will, except, well, it's not one and only because he has permissive will. Um, but it says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So we cannot give opportunity for the flesh to start to speak and the flesh to start to dictate. And you know it, you know when you're rustling, when you, when a person have tapped into the spirit of God and being led by the spirit of God, it gets to a point where you know you're rustling with something because we rustle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? It's one of those four. 
And so we can feel when we've been in the presence of God, we can feel when we're not in the presence of God. Okay. Or we think we're not because God is quiet. So it's just like Jacob and the angel. There's a rustling happening. There's a rustling happening. There's a rustling happening with the inner me. The inner me against the I am that has come to take his lordship and his rulership in the heart. There's only one throne for our heart and only one can sit on that throne. We can't have two masters. So when we wanna base our lives on how we feel and how we think and how we wanna do it and living our best life now, we become enmity against God because we are functioning in the flesh in the carnal mind. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, the word of God, he is none of his because Jesus said, I will send the comforter. Comforter comes through the word of God. So it says, and if Christ or the word of God, the Lord be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Sin wants to rule, um, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. They both can't rule. They both can't. But if the spirit of him that raised up, the spirit of God that raised up Jesus, the Lord, the word of God from the dead dwell in you. He, the father that raised up Christ, the word, the son from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the father's spirit that dwells in you. So he, he shall quicken if Jesus is dwelling in us and there should be a rustle. There should be because those things that we want to do, the spirit is going to say, no. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh for or because if you live after according to the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. This is why fasting is so important and putting things down, consecrating, because that is one of the ways to be led into the spirit of temperance because you're crucifying the flesh. You're not feeding the flesh. And so the flesh is starving to death, spiritually and literally. But that's the way unto self-control and temperance. It says, for as many as are led what's leading us so as my pastor said to me years ago sheep follow sheep follow and cattle are driven so that's true sheep follow and cattle are driven but goats lead okay it says for because you have not received the spirit of bondage and this is what the flesh does the flesh takes us into sin. The wages of sin is death, which is a bondage. 
it's a bondage because when we're thinking earthly and fleshly, we have fear present, we have anxiety present, we have so many things present because the darkness comes with all those things and many of those diagnoses, okay, are connected to a bondage. You get diagnosed with something and watch how you look, that's a bondage. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly, but he has to be the ruler. What God says have to be Lord. We have to transfer, transfer and lay down our lordship and our crowns for Jesus to wear the crown that is deeded to him through the children. He owns the deeds. He paid for us. He redeemed us. He paid. So he owns the deeds, like a brother said, title deeds to us. He owns the deed. He owns it. And this is how we can become heirs because he can heir it to us for being our father. I'm going to go into this word and then I close up. Romans 7 and 13. What was then that which is good made death unto me, God forbid, but sin, that it may appear sin. If someone never said, if, if Moses never made the law, we wouldn't know what sin is. We would just be doing anything, which we still are. If God didn't send his word, if God didn't send his son, without sin for sin, we would eternally, there would be no salvation. There would be no salvation. So God sent his word, his son to heal us and deliver us and to rescue us and to redeem us. But many of us are fighting our very own redemption. Fighting it very own because the me in us wants to overtake and overshadow the I am that we say we have welcomed in. We say, you, God saved me, you're my savior. So he has to have lordship. But we fight against that lordship. We want to be saved from our trouble, pray in our troubled times. But when it comes to God's will, we don't want that. So it says, God forbid, but sin that might appear said, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. For because we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would or would like to or, or would, or want that I do not, but what I hate that I do, what's controlling you? You know, you ever war with yourself? You know, that's something you don't want to do. That's someplace you don't want to go. That's somebody you don't want to be around. You don't want to call them. You don't want to reach out to them. You don't even want to answer the phone when they're calling. There's a place you don't ever want to go back to. 
and then you find yourself there. What's warming? You're doing something you know you shouldn't do. You know it's not good for you. And you know God is not pleased, but you're doing it. What's warring? He says, if then I do that which I would now or want to not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. Sin dwells in the me part. No sin dwells in the I am part. So sin is warring against no sin. Sin is warring against no sin. Sin is warring against the commandments. Sin is warring against the law of God. So it says, for I, or because I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwells no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For, or because the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not or want not, that I do. Now, if I do that which I would or want not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. Sin has a power and sin wants total control. The ruler wins. We can only have one ruler. God is going to rule. Every knee going to bow and every tongue going to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. But on this side of Jordan, cast on our own crowns and cast on every crown that's trying to exalt itself, every high thing, every imagination and all high things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. What I know to be right, what I know to be true, what I know I don't want to do no more. I don't want to go there no more. I don't want to see them no more. We got to be strengthened the spirit within the flesh through the word of God because he's our comforter. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts. I, mean, I pray you have the most blessed, blessed day in the mighty and beautiful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Love y'all. Peace.